Put the suckers works out, man, it's time to drink. You know, all I need is some afterward drinks. This is how we do when the week is through. Welcome to the After Work Drinks Podcast. Here are your hosts. Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring. Except for me, Pooch, because I am deathly ill. I am sick for the holidays and I cannot sleep. So, why not record a podcast, I said. So here we are. Welcome. It is After Work Drinks, the hazy holiday spectacular. Because you gotta love a hazy IPA, apparently. Uh, That's what we're going with. It's the hazy holiday spectacular. Uh, So welcome on in. Uh, I am heavily medicated, and uh, while I can slightly breathe through my nostrils, I figure I'm going to talk while I can, while I still have a voice, and we're going to knock this this holiday party out. So uh, thank you for joining us, uh, our first ever Christmas special, uh, or Christmahana Kwanzaa, if you will, because I I don't want to uh, play favorites, so we're going to touch all the bases, Christmahana Kwanzaa. Um, and Boxing Day, that's that's a thing as well. Um, Chris Mahana Kwanzaa Boxing Day. Um, if I'm forgetting anything else, uh, I apologize, but whatever you may celebrate, especially Festivus. I'm a big supporter of Festivus, so, you know, it's not over until uh, you have the feats of strength and you pin your crazy uncle. But um, welcome in. Welcome. After Work Drinks, uh, you can find us, of course, uh, on all of the social media, uh, Facebook and Instagram. It is at AWD Podcast. And if you're looking for us on Twitter, that would be at AWD Pod. And of course, if you want to see what the heck's going on in our wacky world, you can check in on us on Snapchat as well. Screen name After Work Drinks. Uh, if you're trying to tune into the show, clearly you've successfully done that already if you're if you're hearing this. But uh, just so you know, you can find us on many, many platforms, including Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. And we've got a very packed show today. Uh, a little streamlined, you know, we've cut a couple segments. Uh, I can't talk very much or for very long. So luckily, I have an interview that we did last month uh, in preparation for this episode with my good friend Nick Blazina of the band State and Madison. And uh, he did this really cool fundraiser show with his band. Uh, we'll dive into that with him. We'll talk about that. He'll also give us all the latest news that he has on his band's new album, We Are Two Parts of the Same Thing. Uh, side A and Side B of that album. Kind of kind of cool. Kind of like a, an old concept vinyl. Side A, Side B. I like it. Side A is out now. Side B is coming in the spring. A tour coming with that as well. We'll delve into all of that, so stay tuned for that. But right now, uh, as I listen to some holiday music in the background that... Uh, Hopefully you can sort of hear, but not loud enough for me to get sued. Uh, the sweet, sweet sounds of, of Bing Crosby, Perry Como, Frank Sinatra, etc. Going on here, uh, I am in my my humble abode. Uh, sorry, I am not joined with anyone uh, this episode. I would not want to co-host with me either, as there is probably a, a bubble dome, a radius of germs floating about me, so it's not safe to be anywhere within my radius. I am quarantined in my uh, my man cave here in my studio, and uh, we're just gonna we're gonna do this thing. We're gonna we're gonna make it happen while I still have uh, my wits about me, and we're gonna kick things off with a very special holiday edition of What's Hoppin'. So let's get it. 
It's time for all the latest news and events. What's going on? This is What's Happened. All right, What's Happened this episode is brought to you by DayQuil and NyQuil. Uh, I am heavily, heavily using both right now, and it's helping me be healthy enough and symptom-free enough uh, to, to bring this news to you. Uh, and of course, they're not really sponsoring this. Though, if you're out there, makers of DayQuil and NyQuil, of all the quills, uh, I would love for you to give me money for me to name drop. Um, this is not like a forced plug. Uh, I am totally giving you two thumbs up because you're doing a good job of, of making my voice tolerable enough to actually record this podcast. I can actually breathe just enough. So uh, if you would have seen me yesterday before I had picked up meds, holy cow, uh, I was a useless ball of goo. But yes, we do have a very special holiday edition of What's Happened For You because earlier in the month of December, uh, I received a letter from the North Pole uh, and basically, this is like breaking news right here. So I had to wipe away all the news and events that we had scheduled on tap for this episode. And I had to just go with this breaking news. Uh, I have a letter right here. <clears throat> from uh, one Mr. Santa Claus that was sent to the After Work Drinks uh, headquarters. And uh, he has a very special message uh, so this is some news from Santa Claus himself. He wanted me to read this on the air, and uh, I'm just going to try to do my little uh, monologue Santa voice, if I could, just like out of the TV shows and the movies, uh, where you, you read it in his voice. I feel like that's what he would want. So here we go. <clears throat> Dear Pooch, Santa Claus here. I need your help. I would like you to tell all of your listeners and the millions and millions of Santa Claus fans. Uh, okay, Santa. Apparently, Santa is channeling his inner rock, but um, all right. All right. We'll, we'll continue. Uh, the millions and millions uh, of Santa Claus fans. I would like you to inform them that I am sick of milk and cookies. I don't like them very much at all. In fact... I give them to Rudolph and the boys every year. So if you'd like to actually leave something in your living room that I could enjoy, please leave me a milk stout. Not milk and cookies, but please, a delicious milk stout beer. If you do not have milk stout for me, I would also take a juicy IPA or perhaps a kettle sour. But the milk and cookies, that is child's play. I would like a beer to help me with all of my stress relief that I had the other 364 days of the year getting ready for Christmas. Also, don't worry. I know you always sign off on your podcast saying, please, don't drink and drive. Well, Rudolph and the gang are very talented, and uh, they guide my sleigh tonight and every night. And it's pretty much autopilot. I don't really control the driving so don't you worry, Santa can have a nip or two of beer at each and every house that he stops at this and every year. Thanks in advance for helping me spread the good word. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Sincerely, Santa Claus. Wow. All right. Hey, who, who would have thunk it? I, I always thought that Santa's belly was, you know, from... Uh holiday feasting and, and all that milk and cookies, but I, I guess it's a beer belly. 
Santa is a craft beer fan. Uh, I like this. This is great. And he chose our podcast to spread that message. So I really thought that uh, that was a, a Christmas red alert right there. And it just had to wipe all the other news uh, for this episode because what's more important in the holiday season than news straight from Santa Claus, right? Um, and then outside of that, uh, obviously, we've got New Year's coming up as well. So uh, the only other thing we have for you here in this What's Happened segment is a few options uh, locally here in the Chicagoland area where we're based out of uh, for New Year's, if, if you're interested in that. We've got some cool breweries doing some cool things. Uh, Maplewood Brewing, they're doing their New Year's Eve. Uh, they want you to join them at their brewery and distillery. Uh, their tickets are going for $100, and that includes open bar, and according to them, possibly the greatest food spread of all time, a uh, photo booth, a midnight surprise toast. Uh, I'm not sure what the surprise is, but um, you'll find out, I guess, if you go. And some specialty tappings as well, so you'll have to see what that's all about. Uh, gratuity is included in the ticket price, so you don't have to worry about that. And uh, that whole parte is going to run from 8.30 p.m. on the 31st to 1.30 a.m. on the 1st. So you get yourself a solid five hours of fun right there. Uh, you also have Burnt City Brewing with an option for that night. Their party is entitled The Last Waltz. I like that. I mean, there'll probably be some dancing on New Year's, I would think. So uh, why not waltz it up? Uh, their party is going for 75 bucks a head. Uh, it's going to run from 8 p.m. to 1 a.m. And uh, they've got some cool stuff going on as well. Drinking, bowling, dancing. Uh, some of the dancing may be good. Some may be bad. Some people might get better the more they drink. Some people might get worse. I don't know. But the ticket includes a premium bar package, all their draft beer, cider, wine, and liquor. Uh, they'll be serving up appetizers and small bites. And as always, a champagne toast at midnight. So you don't want to miss that. However, if uh, your price point is a little bit more on the frugal side, you don't want to spend uh, $100 at Maplewood. You don't want to spend $75 at Burnt City. Well, we've got something that's in your wheelhouse, and that is very likely the same one that you'll find me at this year if I ever shake this this horrible cold I have uh, and venture out into the streets again. You may find me at Open Outcry Brewing. Uh, they're having their New Year's Eve party with the band Friendly Fire, and uh, they are going to be performing during the party, which runs from 9 p.m. to 1.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. And it's going to be pretty cool because there is no cover charge here. Zero dollars. Uh, they're going to do the ball drop. They're going to have a special beer release. And there will be no inflated prices. Everything's going to cost what it does on a normal day of business at the brewery. Kitchen's going to be open late, so you've got some food to soak up some of that beer that you're having. Uh, and you, you get some free rock and roll music from Friendly Fire, so you can't beat that either. Uh, so three options there. Of course, all of Chicagoland area's breweries are probably doing something that day. Obviously, we can't name them all. Uh, we're like the brewery capital of the world, a recent article said. Don't know if you guys out there heard that. So Chicago, lots and lots of options. I'm sure they're all doing something for New Year's. So just Google Chicago breweries New Year's Eve and see what pops up. That's what I did. Here's a few suggestions that I thought were some of the better things you could be doing with your time. And uh, again, if I'm not sick any longer, you might see me at Open Outcry. Definitely stop by and say hello. Uh, it'd be nice to meet some people out there. And uh, that is going to do it for What's Hoppin'. We're going to take a quick break, 
And on the flip side of that, you're going to hear me sit down with my good friend Nick Blazina from the band State in Madison. Uh, we're going to talk about their latest album. We're going to talk about their upcoming tour. Uh, we're going to talk about an awesome fundraiser that I was in attendance for. And we're going to talk about mental health because that's very important. And the holidays can be a stressful time. Uh, definitely, definitely got to find ways of coping with that. And I always found that music helps. So stay tuned. Plenty more to come on this the After Work Drinks Hazy Holiday Spectacular. For all of our latest show info, like upcoming interviews and guests, visit facebook.com slash awdpodcast and like us today. I hope we can be friends. We're friends to the end, remember? It appears we have a guest. Somebody get that! Who is it? A guy walks into a, a bar. A guy walks into a bar. A guy walks into a bar. A guy walks into a bar. A guy, a guy walks, walks into, into a bar. bar. All right, Pooch here. We are sitting down in a magical magical place that i have never been to it's been here since i believe 2015 uh, i'm talking about all rise brewing which is the brewery that is now attached to the cobra lounge in the west loop and i am joined by an old friend now we usually we start this segment a guy walks into a bar and it's just our cute way of saying someone's in the studio with us but literally we walked into this bar together i'm here with old friend nick blazina the singer songwriter guitar man for state and madison hiya uh how are you how are you i'm well i'm drinking beer with my friends i I couldn't be better cheers to you look at this we have a we have a table of of people here cheers to everybody at this table I feel like it's like some King Arthur's Court shit going on right now. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's nine of us here. Is that is that correct? There's nine people. We have we have like a round table. Are you King Arthur? Did you you set this up? You're no, King I'm so, I'm a dummy that has a lot of nice friends. There you go. Uh, I think we all can say that. So uh, let's talk about what's been going on lately with you. Uh, the reason we're sitting down here is that you did a awesome benefit show uh, over the Thanksgiving holiday weekend for a good friend of yours, Cat Lewis, and you did that at the the one, the only. I forgot the name. Of the Subterranean. Yeah, yeah, Subterranean. Yes. Did you see how I was stalling there? Because I just went brain dead. Subterranean. That's how it goes sometimes. It's all right. I just started adding adjectives. The one, the only, the greatest. You'll get Subterranean. there. Subterranean. It's like uh, it's like. Uh, uh, leaning into the wind, it'll it'll pick you back up. You just gotta lean yeah. a little bit into it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, you guys played this awesome show at Subterranean, and uh, just talk to me about like when that show came together because you guys always do the fall formal around that time, like in November. Yep. And you try to, Has it been annually? Uh, we did it for eight years, I think it was straight, and we took a few years off after I moved to Nashville, um, and we had really no plans to do it, I guess, this year uh, necessarily, but. Um, the opportunity came up to do a little bit of good for a friend of ours, and none of us have any money, so we thought we might as well just donate some time and not even donate. It's fun. We got to play a rock and roll show with our friends, and, and all the money from the door went to Cat, and um, you know the whole thing got started because our friend Rachel um, convinced her to start a GoFundMe for um, a thing that she's dealt with her whole life. It's a form of rickets uh, that's been really it's intense. Um, and she's not a complainer and she's not someone who likes to ask for help or accept it. 
Um, That's usually most people. You got to have somebody to like kind of push them to do it. Yeah. Uh, so Rachel was um, awesome and convinced her to start a GoFundMe, and she took care of the um, setting that up. And and Kat's now um, updating people on what's going on with this gene therapy trial that she's doing. Um, and she's got two years of um, treatments to do. She's like, a, I think a little over a quarter of the way through it. It's expensive and it's hard on her body. And, you know, um, last night was a, it was just a good time. It was just great to see her and, and be able to help a little bit um, with some of that cost. Now, how did, uh, how exactly does that come together with the venue? She started to go fund me and you guys are, you know, wanting to raise money for her. So like, was it you or a middleman that's like, Hey, sub T, can we like take some of that, that door money and can we throw it at our friend? Um, how does that work? I, I asked her if she'd be comfortable with it. Number one, because like I said, the, the GoFundMe was already kind of hard enough for her to stomach. Yeah. Just being who she is. Um, I was like, I, I'd love to give you all sorts of money to help you with this, but I don't have nearly enough. Uh, none of us do, you know, but together we got her closer to it. So I, I just said, are you okay with us putting together a show? And she said, I mean, that would be awesome. And I'm honored that you'd consider it. And, these are some people who might be interested in helping. So I reached out to a friend of hers um, at um, Kickstand Productions here in Chicago, and who she's worked with a bunch. Uh, um, and uh, he was really super amenable to the idea because Kat is just, she's a person of her word. And she takes care of people around her all the time. And, uh, you know, seeing the people that came out for her in spades on Saturday night, you can tell pretty quickly the caliber of human. Yeah, and maybe we, we glossed over. Uh, she's worked in the, the industry for a while. Uh, can you touch on that, like what she's, uh, what she's done um, over here? She's worked as a stage manager for a long time for festivals. Um, she's worked as a, a booking agent for uh, bands um, for a number of years. She's worked as a tour manager. She's, you know, aside from all that, just cares about the people in her life enough to send them a birthday card every now and again and, you know, care about the human you know not just the work to be done yeah yeah um, which is not something that happens 100 percent of the time <laughs> this is true not yeah. not in the world we live in but it's it's nice when uh when somebody who made an impact on so many people uh you know working in the industry you being in a band and, and crossing paths with her and all these other people when when they hear she's in need to you know want to come out and support that and help put this thing together um that's really really cool so uh, it definitely was a success. Did and, you have fun? Oh, God, I had fun. Dude, I, I was front and center. I felt like I was in college again. It, it was a good it, time it a for us, time. too. Good to uh, see you there. Our, our, our good buddy, Kevin Kellum, who now works for uh, WKQX here in Chicago, 101.1. Uh, he was doing some intros. He was uh, hosting the night. And uh, that was fun, man, because uh, that, that's how we know you. If, if, if we uh, get in the Wayback Machine, Yeah, what's, the, what's the origin story here? What I can't even remember what, what happened, what transpired to bring us uh, together. All right, so I, I want to say that um, if I, I – God, I can't remember, like, vivid detail, but so – It was I, WXAV, right? Yeah, WXAV, St. Xavier University, south side of Chicago, College Radio, 150-watt light bulb. And, uh, it's a bright light. Oh, it was a bright light. We, we shone like a beacon, especially when we got online. And then we had people listening like Egypt and random stuff. It, awesome. That's probably an accident. But, you know, we're happy to have him. So, uh, yeah, I, I believe I want to say Kellum was there for I don't know how many years as a, a community volunteer since, like, he was in high school. And then when I got there as a student and met him, and I just, I think one day uh, in your old band, Triptych, uh, I think he had you guys in the studio, and that's how I met, like, you, Mark, 
uh, Tony, all the guys from the, the old band. And then, fast forward however many years that would have been, I believe, when you guys started State and Madison. Uh, I think that's when I started schmoozing with you guys and having you guys come in on my show, too. So uh, always been a lot of love with uh, me and Kev Kellum for you guys. And uh, it was awesome to get us all under the same roof. It's, it's yeah, been a while. I agree. I agree. It was, uh, it was awesome. Uh, the energy changed immediately as he walked, walked in the back uh, room. Oh, yeah. As, as I said, uh, I was telling you off mic just a few minutes ago, when I walked into the venue, the guys are like checking my ticket and they're like, is this downstairs or upstairs show? And then I hear like just bellowing up the stairs, like Kev doing an intro for the opening act. And I was just like, oh, I'm, I'm upstairs. I hear my buddy. I'm just going <laughs> to go right there. I sent him a picture uh, of Starman, the Tesla Starman, and asked him if Mr. Mr. Monologue was back from his uh, his space flight yet. Excellent, excellent. Uh, for for those who don't know, like there's five people that'll be in on that joke. Uh, Mr. Monologue <laughs> is an old old character that uh, Kev used to do. I don't think he's allowed to do it on uh, on WKQX anymore, but uh, maybe he can. Didn't sort he have of clothing? He had specific clothing. Yeah, he had like a, a smoking jacket uh, <laughs> and like his pipe, and and he likes to relax a lot. Um, Could Mr monologue make an appearance on after work drinks yeah he totally can make an appearance on after work drinks we're actually looking to, to get kevin on uh i had him uh on some of our videos that are on our instagram like right when we started this thing uh he did some stand-up comedy which he also does uh in addition to being a radio dj and um i told him way back then i was like we, we have to get you on like is the station going to be like cool with it and it's it's pretty much like i think as long as you don't embarrass them or like disparage their name it's cool so yeah uh i gotta see what kev's schedule is like but yeah we definitely want to get him on this thing as well uh he likes a good a good beer but as he puts it he likes a good shizzy beer shizzy beer so, yeah uh, he was walking around with pbr stuff in his jacket yeah he, he, he spilled it and it looked yeah. like he peed down his leg yeah he came backstage he's like does it look like i peed myself because i feel like it looks like i peed myself yeah, we were we were rolling because uh, I told him like it's dark in here, you can't see. He's like, no, but I'm about to go up there in like ten minutes, and I'm gonna introduce the headliner, and the spotlight's on the stage, and it's gonna look like I pissed down my leg. And I was just <laughs> like, dude, all the cool kids pee themselves. Ask Adam Sandler. Got to know. You got to know uh, at least once the uh, the warm feel of defeat. <laughs> But yeah, man, uh, we've known each other a, a long, long time, and uh, I feel like it all came full circle because it's, it's been a while. Ever since you've been out in Nashville, uh, when you guys do come and do Chicago shows as a group, um, I know the last couple, I, I've had a, a, a frustrating time where I was like, damn it, I, I can't make it that things day. Come, things always come yeah. up. So it was, it was just cool to be there. There's a lot of people from the, the college radio days, WXAV, and uh, it just made it all, all the more awesome that it was for a good cause and uh, happy to be a part of it, happy to come out for that. So glad you guys got to come. Thank you for being there. Oh, anytime, anytime. And um, obviously that uh, that GoFundMe page that you referenced, it, as much as Kat may have been prideful about it and didn't want it at first, uh, you said you're going to keep it up for however long. So why don't you tell us how can you go and donate if you would like? Yeah, we... Uh uh, made a link really easy to share um, in case you want to throw five or ten bucks or a hundred bucks or a thousand bucks or ten thousand bucks into the bucket for her. Um, the f website is Little Fires uh, and you just put the dot before the ES, so L I T T L E F I R dot E S for a uh, quick link to the GoFundMe. Um, and that's just going to be something that's there for um, people to pitch in if they'd like. Um, so, I mean, this is, this is like December, it's holiday season, it's the season of giving. Uh, I don't know about you. The older I get, I, I like to give more than I like to receive. So I mean, I, generous, real generous. Yeah. So throw, throw. Mark says that's what she said. <laughs> yes. 
So throw throw a few bucks her way. I mean, um, I mean, some there's probably somebody out there listening that can maybe relate that had somebody going through something similar or you know any anything. Everybody that has a friend or family member that went through like medical trials and tribulations, and we all can relate to that. So I mean, if you wanted a few bucks when you were in need or a family member was in need, uh, it's time to return the favor. Uh, it's definitely a good cause, and I mean. Just uh, skip your latte at Starbucks for this week and, and throw yeah, that twenty bucks. Skip a latte once a week. If we can get if we can, if we can get a hundred people to skip their latte once a week. Oh my god, that would be a, a shitload of money. Yeah, we just I think what needs to happen is people just need to reframe math stuff for people and like stuff that is real to them. Like how many lattes would it take for you to afford uh, a new TV? Like. How many how many uh, expansion packs on that computer game that you play in your mom's basement would you need to skip? <laughs> or or since we're sitting here in a brewery, how many how many beers in your alcoholic life could you just skip for one weekend? There are some and things throw you, that money there are some cat? things you can't slow down and you got to have beers. Yeah, you got to have beers, but you know what? I will give you permission even though this is a drinking podcast. I will give everybody out there listening uh, permission to skip their Friday, Saturday, Sunday intake of beers and whatever money that was going to be at the liquor store or at the bar, please shovel that towards Cat just this one weekend. That would be amazing. It would be pretty pretty awesome. Case of Hams is really cheap. You can forego the good stuff, get the stuff that does the job and win twice. Right. So don't get the expensive craft beer bomber this weekend. Get the hams. Hams. And then the difference in price. You got it right. Cat, baby. Yep. That's it. I like it. Let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about uh, now that now we've got that situated. I expect to see the counter just like flowing, like Breaking Bad style. Like I just wanted to be like, Dad, there's a ton of money. Where's it coming from? Shit, just printing money. Yeah. Exactly. Like so now that we got that situated, let's talk about let's talk about State and Madison. Uh, you guys have a new album coming out. Uh, I, I almost said CD because I'm just dating my old self. Like, dude, people don't really do that anymore. I don't think this one's getting pressed, is it? Uh, we discussed whether or not that was a, a smart uh, way to spend the money that we currently don't have. Uh, and when we do have it, we'd like to maybe make it worth more than, uh, you know, laying on someone's floor in their car. Um, really like to get it pressed on vinyl, but that's a little bit out of reach at the moment. Um, but yeah, I, we're I do hope that happens though, because uh, l- let's discuss a little bit about how this is working. Uh, ever since you let me into a magical uh, link on the internet to to preview the album way in advance, um, notice right away it's broken into two parts. It's it's side A and it's side B. Yep. And immediately I screamed vinyl. Yep. So I, I know financially you just you just said it might not happen, but uh, but hey, you know what? Maybe people that like vinyl, we could start a GoFundMe for State and Madison vinyl. Yeah, I think... Because uh, that needs I to happen. You can't say side A, side B, and not have vinyl. Well, we, we were fortunate enough to have a successful Kickstarter campaign for our last record, and I feel like you can only really do that one time. I don't, I don't, maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe that's a pride thing, but I feel like... I don't know. I don't know. I, la- I want to sell some T-shirts and earn the money that way, I think. We got some I, cool new T-shirts. Maybe we sell a few of those and then buy some vinyl with that money. I, I know a couple of bands I'm I'm into. I don't know how you guys did it for your like Kickstarter thing. Um, I know there's like the what is it like uh, something pledge go pledge pledge My music pledge, pledge music, music yeah, yeah pledge music there you go. Uh, I know some bands that do like pledge music and with that it's kind of nice because like 
the whole thing of you like donating, which goes to them recording their album or whatever it may be, um, they're throwing back like an autographed copy of the album mm-hmm. or an autographed DVD or, uh, you know, I don't know, like uh, a lyric thing that's like autographed or like some drums. Some hair? Or can some, I send some a lock, can of, I send hair? A lock yeah. of hair? You could, like, you know, whatever crazy shit you're willing to do, but like there's quote unquote sweat. rewards for them, you know, he up sweat all over this. He sweat on it. Yeah. So, I mean, like, people can maybe fund this vinyl expedition on the latest album. And uh, and then you, I mean, I don't know what kind of, you know, things you want to send them. Like, lock of hair, if you want to get real crazy. Maybe, like, a vial of your sweat from, like, I on mean, stage. I mean, Mark's already started stockpiling his. It's a DNA thing for, like, when the when they start shooting it out into space for later. <laughs> I love it. But, uh, yeah, so the, the album is called uh, We Are Two Parts of the Same Thing. Yes, sir. And uh, talk to me. It may, maybe I'm overthinking it, but I feel like there's a little bit of a play on words there. we got a side A, we got a side B, we got two parts. Uh, I feel like there's a relationshipy yeah. thing maybe being said there. Talk to me about that. Yeah, um, it wasn't originally called that. It was actually Mark's idea to change the name of the album. Look at this smart son of a bitch to my left. Look at him. God, he's smart. Yeah. You <laughs> Full of good what? ideas. You should tell, talk about that. Yeah, let's put him on the microphone. This could be this could be a three-person interview. Yeah, it was your idea, not the title. To change the Just album to title. Change it, yeah. What was it was? It was called Bloodshed originally. Bloodshed. I felt like there was enough of that already. Yeah, so it's just there's there's some metal bands playing like through the doors over there here at All Rise in the Cobra Lounge, and I feel like Bloodshed may have given the wrong album idea. Yeah. Maybe it was. Yeah, my friend Sean Kelly is a um, brilliant human, uh, a writer, producer, director, theater guy. Uh, he and I have, uh, are making musicals together, um, and he he made this show. Uh, went up on stage with, at the New Colony at the Den Theater here in Chicago um, last year. It was called uh, Psychonaut Librarians, <laughs> and it was about this group of people who uh, accidentally, somewhat accidentally, do acid in a library, and then how they climb into their head and discover all sorts of new, awesome things about themselves. Um, but the moral at the end of the show was, you know, our, our bodies, our, our souls are not inside of our bodies, but our bodies are inside of our soul. It's like, Ooh. and then this, the main character says to his love, you know, we are two parts of the same thing. And I'm just like, it's the most wonderful shit I've ever heard. You know, and you're like, and I wasn't even on acid when I heard it. It's no, just it's a great just, idea. it's just a, a really funny show. And, and it was supposed to be absurd in all the right kind of ways. But, um, Sean's the type of guy where he's, he holds ideas l- loosely because he's just trying to serve them to be what they are you know yeah. and um he was happy to share the thought with us um to push a little further into the bloodstream as it was um to maybe inspire people to maybe repeat that as a mantra sometimes <laughs> as they forget themselves in one another and uh as as modest as mark was over here we we tried to give him credit and say it was his idea but apparently it was just his idea to be like bloodshed is shit we need something different <laughs> so i mean but good it, enough it's, a little it's just yeah it was like all the stuff that we got to be subjected to on a day-to-day basis watching the news jose and i were talking about it earlier about can it's just traumatic stress for everyone all the time yeah all the time and Agreed. you know it's not post-traumatic anything it's current traumatic stress I feel like there there is there is one song though that's pretty heavy. That's the, probably the only one that would have worked with Bloodshed. There's, yeah, is no. that side B? I don't want to. That's side B. Okay, yeah. Okay, you so guys got to wait. Let's talk about how this is getting released. So there's a side A and there's a side B. Yeah. And side A is available now. Now, yeah. Uh, you could stream this on SoundCloud. Yes, sir. And then if you are like an iTunes cat. Uh, yeah, Apple Music and Spotify. The first so- first song from side A and side B are on Apple Music and Spotify now, so you can get a taste of 
the, the thing that's happening, right? Yes. So first song, side A, first song, my, side B. It's on my phone right now. Um, I'm going to pull uh, it out. First song. Um, I should start like just ghetto holding it up to the mic and <laughs> playing this shit. Um, it gives you a taste of kind of what's happening on the, f- the flip of the idea. Where side A is this sort of jubilant pop rock thing. Um, got some, it's got some edge to it, but it's not angry, I'd say. It's like a happy kind of side. It's um, got some bangers. It's, it's, it's like uh, it's a happy, happy bunch of songs. It's, oh, yeah. It's Life is Good in the Middle is not necessarily happy, but it is hopeful. Um, a song about depression that I wrote a few years ago, just trying to understand some of that stuff for myself. Um, but some of that stuff hints toward the side B where I had a period of about like 10 months. I think I was sleeping maybe three hours a night. Oh, God, that sounds like me. Maybe that's why I love this album so much. I'm relating. Well, that's what I'm saying is, is there's a lot of people working three and four jobs just trying to feed their kids who aren't sleeping, you know, and they're going a little bit, they're getting freaked out by things that are happening and making, you know, it's not happy for a lot of people right now. Yeah, and no, it's, uh, there's definitely a lot of stresses, I think, in everybody's uh, daily life. Yeah. And everybody's just, you know, trying to kind of make the best for themselves, yeah. and, and it's hard. So, so I mean, that that's where Side B came in is I, I just – exhausted myself my brain was really tired and i got really really depressed like went all the way up on side a you know and then all the way down on side b all the way down see we should have been sad in side a and then been happy ending in side b no well the side b is it's got a happy ending okay that's true yeah that's true i, I, I get to sing to a song with my beautiful wife you do yeah you do yeah so uh side a is out now and uh you can go get that uh streamed on soundcloud and one by one uh you just kind of like when you feel like it you'll be releasing these uh, or is we're it gonna go exact on timetable uh we're working on that right now it'll probably be pretty even a few weeks just leading up to the spring tour okay perfect perfect and then uh side b will come out in spring uh that's the current idea in conjunction with the tour probably i, th- I think i think that sounds right all right, that does sound like like that. And uh, is is this tour still being hodgepodge together? Do we have like, do we know wh- where we're coming through? Um, How many cities? We have some idea, but we don't have anything solid yet. So I'd um, love to keep you in the loop on details there. Safe to say, Chicago has a date. I would uh, be remiss to say if we uh, didn't come back and and play a show for everybody again would be uh, too long. And, and being uh, relocated in Nashville, would it also be safe to say something around there? I think Nashville is probably a safe bet, too. All right. So we've got two tour dates. Man, you already peeled two dates Look out. Look at that. Boom. I could be your tour manager. You probably already have one, but I already got two dates worked out, man. Boom. Yes. Love it. Um, man, I, I, I love the album. Uh, you kind of touched Thank on, you. on you know, the, the way up and the, and the way down. like, And it, it's kind of like a funny dynamic um, not to, like, make this, like, pooch hop on the the couch let's uh let's talk out your feelings type no, thing. Man. but um totally relatable so like the stuff that's like down it's like holy shit i get really stressed out a lot and sometimes you feel down and i relate to those songs but then there's like days where it's like i get out of my day job and it's just like man i do not feel happy right now and i get in my car and i play be here now for half an hour yes. straight yes. until i get home and and it makes me feel so I happy and hearing I, that shit. and i just crank that shit and I, I wish it wasn't winter right now so i could like have the windows down so i could be like that crazy guy singing and doesn't give a shit about the guy at the red light next to him <laughs> be like that's right hot girl i'm singing you're either down or you're not my type yeah, let's that's, go that's me with the new anderson pack album i've been blasting that windows down for uh pretty much the entirety of the time it's been out I love it. I love it. But um, yeah, I, I think you run uh, the whole gamut of uh, emotions on this album. And um, the fact that there's like some screaming. I don't. Has there ever been screaming on a State in Madison song? There's a, there's a heavy one. No. 
I don't think. And uh, that was influenced by a friend of yours who has a history with that kind of music, yes? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Signed Everyone is a big-ass jam on Side B. Um, uh, I yell a little bit on the song before it, but um, our pal Jay Hall came and um, did some uh, blood-curdling. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. And uh, and so I kind of got his history listening to your podcast. Yeah. Uh, also, like how we just said, you can go to Little Fires with the dot .es to do some donating. Uh, you're just like hashtagging the shit out of Little Fires. Little Fires burn. It's just like a zine. You remember going to shows when you were a kid and people had like Xerox together zines? Yeah. With like their friends' band shows coming up and like, what do you got? What do you got going on? You remember that? S- Sophia's laughing, that, but that was a thing. It's that's and it helped bring people to shows. And so, so if you had a if you had to like say what your podcast is about, because essentially so far it's a zine for me. It's like it's like I love these artists and I want to see more people know about them. So I'm just like helping to do my part to like introduce some people to my favorite artists, you know. And it's really cool too because I feel like you you touch on your podcast about like the the music or or whatever the case may be for the the person you're interviewing, but then it also gets into like real shit too like it's yep. not just about uh the music it's about like maybe like stories behind it and about people's actual like personal lives and stuff uh, i've enjoyed it a great deal now thanks man uh is it itunes only right now or is there anywhere else we can I t- uh, it's on all the requisite uh podcast platforms right now i'm working okay. on getting it on spotify that'll come with season two spotify is a motherfucker we're not on spotify spotify is hard soon you you have to be a preferred podcast provider uh host otherwise you gotta like submit and wait and mm-hmm. wait and wait, yep. I'm talking at you, Spotify. <laughs> After Work Drinks wants to be on Spotify, but you guys, you're messing around. Keep we, working it. We could be hooking up, but you playing. You playing, girl. Don't play, girl. <laughs> Spotify girl? I think maybe. Eh, it could be. <laughs> it's whatever you want it to be, whatever you're into. Uh, but, man, yeah, I, th- I think we, we touched on, uh, obviously, Donate for Cat. Uh, go to the GoFundMe page. Uh, we touched on the new album. Uh, we touched on an upcoming spring tour. Is there anything else that you want to say to the people out there that they need to know about about you and about State and Madison? Um, I think you get it. I think you get all the ch- uh, the checklist is is knocked checklist, off. Checklist is good. Little fires with a dot before the es. Donate for Cat Lewis all holiday season long. Por favor and gracias in advance. Uh, State and Madison new album. We are two parts of the same thing. Side A is out now. You can go to SoundCloud. You can stream that shit. You can go to iTunes one at a time, like maybe one every few weeks, one a month. We're going to give that to you. Well, I'm not going to give that to you. He's going to give that <laughs> to you. And then uh, in the spring, we'll have a tour. Dates will be announced at some point. Nashville, Chicago, that's a thing. I called it. I'm predictive. I'm the Swami. I got that shit. We're good. And then we're going to release Side B, and then that's going to be one song at a time, yes? Uh, sure. We're just going to take we're this. It. We're going to work We're riding this. it. We're going to ride singles. We're going to send them to radio. It's going to be ridiculous. We hope. All 2019 long. We're going to ride this album I like, into the sunset. I like, where your head, I like where your head is, man. My head is in good places, let me tell you. And, uh, yeah, that is all wonderful. And then Little Fires Burn is a magical, magical hashtag, and you should check out Nick's podcast on Apple. Because I do. Subscribe. It's awesome. You don't have to remember. You don't have to, like check back like your phone pops up and it tells you hey new episode it's magic i've been having a great time listening to your podcast um it was fun listening tony tony was on the second episode yeah getting to hear uh what he's been up to is a treat it was really cool yeah no that was fun i I didn't know that he that he stopped drinking for like a year and a half yeah i was like you're on the drinking podcast and you don't drink we're gonna make this work yeah no he's uh He's, he's always fun to listen to. He's got so many cool things going on all at one time. It's great. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just kind of awesome to, to know these people that we've met, like, 
so far back, like what, 15 years ago, probably when I like met you guys, and to see where everybody's at now and what they're doing, everybody's dabbling in cool shit. It's fantastic. Um, but speaking of cool shit, yes, I, I would like your help to to jump into our next segment, which is uh, a little bit of pints up, pints down. Yes, and you you listen to the you listen to the show, so you you know what this is about. Yes, sir. Uh, so let, let's let's cue the intro music, please. Pints up. Cheers. <laughs> Oh my God, it's so good. It's amazing. Or pints down. This is terrible. Did I do something wrong? Are you mad at me? So we are here, as we we stated at the top, we are at All Rise Brewing, uh, and it got added on here, a little sidecar to the Cobra, Cobra Lounge music venue here in the West Loop on Doesn't Ashland. have a single television in it, thank goodness. Does not. The brightest thing in a rectangular shape is these lit up boards that are the names of the beers with the story behind them and the ABV. God bless that. Let's do cheers. a little cheers to cheers that. To that. So, uh, All Rise, my first time here. Uh, I have not been in the Cobra Lounge since I was like a college sophomore. So it's, it keeps going back to college on this episode. Uh, an old friend, I believe, had a birthday party here and uh, had a, a drink package. And I will vividly remember not being happy with her because her package included like X amount of like domestic beers and she could pick one Regular shot. beer? Probably like domestic. Regular beer. Yeah, regular yeah. regular beer. Yeah. All the regular beer we wanted with our wristbands for two, three hours. And she got to pick one shot that was a part of the package. And I, I was heated at her because you Malort. know what? She, she, Malort. Malort. I, I don't want to say worse than Malort because I'm not going to like lie and pretend it's not tasty, but just not <laughs> like it was not like like gender neutral. It was like very much like, oh, girls, sophomore girls like this stuff. What about the guys? She picked <laughs> lemon drops. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. Safe bet. I'm 34 years old right now. I'm not going to lie and say a lemon drop doesn't taste good. <laughs> if, you're, if you're not into lemons, maybe it's not good to you. But if you like lemons, you'll like a lemon drop, goddammit. But you just don't have a party and then basically give a big middle digit to all the guys in attendance and be like, oh, yeah, lemon drops. Enjoy that, guys. Something a little tougher next time, some motor oil? Yeah, some yeah. motor oil. I mean, I, I maybe would have taken them, my lord. At least it would have put some hair on my <laughs> sophomore chest, you know? <laughs> Jesus. But uh, we are here at All Rise. Uh, my first time, I assume yours? Uh, our, my second time here. Uh, okay. We, we played a show here in May of this year. That's one of the ones I missed. I was super fucking pissed. Uh, I mean, Did you have any of the beers? Uh, I don't believe, I think it was a whiskey night for me that night. Okay, okay. Um, so I'm happy to be here uh, taste testing some with you tonight. All right, so uh, let's let's talk about what we've had so far. The the one in your hand, that's your first one, right? What, did, got, you, what did you this have? This is the Low Life Lager. It's the Low Life Lager. Uh, pretty good. What, uh, now, now we like to do things. Uh, we like to do things in the form of pints up, pints down, which is the equivalent of thumbs up, thumbs down. So, how do we feel about this as a lager? I'm gonna say, as a as something you could have several of, it's a it's a pints up for me. So drinkability. Drinkability all is, night all night long. All night long. Yes, I like absolutely. It, I like it. Uh, the first one that I went with was called Rain and Blood, and with metal bands playing next door right now, I feel like that's very appropriate. Uh, it is a kettle sour. And um, I like it. It's not over the top sour because I like my sours, but there's two things that will turn me off. If the, like, the flavor it's based off of is just like disgusting, like I, I can't think like of. What? Like what? Like what? Arm, armpit sweat? Like armpit, like sweaty armpit pineapple. No, I like pineapple. I don't know. Like, you know, just pick a weird ass fruit that like nobody wants to have a sour ass version of. I don't know. But like I've had a couple that were just like 
really, really over the top. Like it was almost kind of like a, like a challenge, like a dare, like drink this. Too, <laughs> too sour, too sour. Um, this is just right in that middle ground. It, it's, it's sour enough. It's not over the top. Uh, it's good flavor. It goes down smooth, and and I highly recommend it. And it has a pretty cool logo that I'm staring at at What's the wall the right now. What's the ABV on that one? Uh, I don't know. Where's that beer list? You got five the f- three. Five three. Five Look three. At that. All right. Fifty three percent alcohol. Fifty three percent alcohol. <laughs> rain in blood. If you try to drive home, you will rain in blood. No, it, it is a. <laughs> it is a. It is a five point three percent ABV. So nothing too crazy. Uh, nothing too crazy. He had one shot of beer and was hammered. And your your low life lager was a four point four. So th- this is something we like to talk about on the show. Is a lot of people that you know aren't craft beer guys. They drink the Miller, the Bud, regular the, beer, the, yeah, the, the Heine, you know, whatever whatever they got going on there that yeah. they're into. Um, it's a good way to transition into craft beer if you get that like low end, yeah. not, not high alcohol content, Absolutely. like a basic lager. Yep. And then it's sort of like the gateway drug. It's the marijuana of beers. You just gateway into that craft realm, and then you work your way up to like higher percentages and different styles. I've you been know? B- uh, bartending since I've been in Nashville, and I had a guy come in the other day. He was so angry. He goes, excuse me, I'm busy. I got four deep at the bar. He's like, uh, he'd never been in. I'd never seen him before. Uh, you know what? Do you have any uh, a Bud Light on tap? <laughs> it's a craft beer bar. And I'm like, no, sir, we got it in bottles. No no problem. I'll get you a bottle of Bud Light. He goes, you know, I'm like, yes, sir. You know, waiting. Tons of people needs shit. And he's like, you should really tell your boss you would do well to have one regular beer on on tap. I'm like. I'll put that. I'll put that in the notes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's just like so many like normal bars that serve regular beer. And, this this and is a good. I would say this would be considered a, a quote regular beer for people who aren't craft beer people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I mean, like, and and God bless like the the bars that like in addition to their domestics, they throw on like a, a three one two, like a, a Green Line, or uh, you know maybe like revolution, yep. like a Revolution IPA or Lagunitas. 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 Lagunitas IPA. Like those are the the three that you kind of see when you go into like a regular bar, and it's all Bud and Miller and maybe some Stella some Modelo, all that shit. And then they're like, but we got Lagunitas IPA or we got this one revolution beer. That's the one craft beer that they have on tap. And it makes them like credible. Yeah. We're legit, man. We got some skin in the game. Lagunitas makes a a really awesome, I think it's a sour called Dark Swan. Okay. You ever had it? I have not had that one yet. It's it's like Prince Purple. I've never seen a beer as purple as this beer. And it's one um, of the most delicious beers I think I've ever had. They have a, they have a, Cherry one, I, I believe it's called Aunt Sally. That one is good if you like. I'll cherry keep my eyes sour open beer. for that one. That one's you're good. A bit, you're a big sour fan. I am. Yeah, I am. Uh, so this rain and blood that I had, I, I was first thing on my list. I'm gonna go with that next. Do it. Do it. It, it is. It does have a little bit of like a, a red tinge to it. So it, it, the, the name is accurate. Um, but yeah, I basically looked at the what do we got here? A dozen beers on tap, and and I went straight to let me let me try with the sour. Because uh, I want to get a little crazy, and then I want to like dial it back and get something a little bit smoother. So my second beer that I'm on right now is called Temporary Solution, and it is a porter, or as this menu says, a robust porter. Robust. And we're taking the ABV up a notch. We're going to 6.4%. So delightful. I am thumbs up on. I am. A, I'm a big pints up on the sour on the rain and blood. I'm also going to give a pints up to this porter. It's not too heavy. So some people, their thing with porters is like, oh yeah, I can't drink that all night. It's too heavy and uh, I feel bloated. 
Um, for a porter, this has some drinkability to it. Like I've got like about a swig left in this thing, and I may get another one. I may try something new. I may get another porter. I don't know, but I could do these all night long, much like you could do your lager. So this is also uh, based on having a, a pretty solid flavor. Uh, it, it, it pleases the palate. And I can drink this all night. I don't know how long we're staying, but I can drink it all night if you dare me to. So I've got another round, I think. All right, so pints up on that. And I don't know where our like ridiculously awesome hostess is. She's been checking in on us from time to time. But what, what's her band's name? Uh, third you, sister. You, uh, third, third, third twin sister. Third twin sister. We third did it. Twi- we did it. So third twin sister. Is that like like some Siamese triplet? Whatever. That's a sweet band name is what it is. Siamese triplet is actually a cool name too. Man, they're going for it next door. Those kick drums going. Yes. There is some metal kick drums happening. Uh, I, we did not get the name of our hostess, and I wish she would just, like, on cue, walk by right now because I, I want to put her on the podcast very badly. Very, very badly. Like, should we just stretch time until she comes back? I mean, well, yeah, sure. I could we just, could arm wrestle. We could arm wrestle. I mean, I could just cut this shit out later. This could be, like, the B-roll. Uh, what, what did you guys get to drink? Yeah, what, what's everybody else at the yeah. table drinking? Somebody, Everybody come on down to the microphone. Tell me what you're drinking. They got the three orange wit over there. Who's got the Who's got the three orange wit down at the end? What do we think about three orange wit? Is that up or down? It's, it's up. High up the three orange wit. All right. So now we've got four beers reviewed. We've got four beers reviewed. The the three orange wit. Let's pull it up here on the menu. It's a strong white ale, seven point two percent. So that may be the strongest thing here on the menu. I think. It is. Quick look at it. The three orange wit. If you're looking to get a little trash tonight, are you we got feeling? three orange wit. Are you, are you guys driving or did you Uber here? You took the train? You're driving. Is she driving or are you driving? Who's driving? She's probably not driving. Maybe she drove here, but if she's three orange wit, maybe you need to drive back is what I'm talking about here. So it's a thumbs up. Apparently this thumbs three up. orange wit, I might need to try that next. It's the highest ABV on the menu currently, 7.2%, which isn't insane, but... Um, that's what's, that's what's good about these, though. They're all very very drinkable. You know, It's not like the whole 15% beer where you get trashed. Yeah. Uh, I did some Bourbon County stout over the holiday weekend. Hey, Becky, he, he's talking about Bourbon County over here. Oh, does Becky like the Bourbon she County? She loves it. Did, did Becky get any of the new releases this holiday weekend? Does Becky want to share? Because I didn't wake up and go stand in line for that. <laughs> so so you can't you can't hear Be- <laughs> you can't hear Becky off mic, but she says she had some of that uh, and she could not walk the next day. That seems and, accurate. And oh, yeah. So my my holiday weekend my holiday weekend uh, I finally cracked open these bottles that I had for a few months. So I went into like my local uh, liquor store called Liquorama. Very classy. What is it? Liquorama. 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 <laughs> uh, there's a joke in there somewhere, but I'm just gonna move on. Anyway, there's a sound effect. You got to have a foley board ready for this. Just. I, I'll dub it in later. I'll yeah. dub it in later. Yeah. But um, so this place is pretty cool because I, I like live in uh, an area. The neighborhood is like predominantly Hispanic, and like basically this liquorama place is kind of like the dudes all like pile up before the the big boxing fights every weekend, and they just get like you know the regular beer. Regular beer. So this place carries a ton of craft, and because. The 90% of the people that go there only care about the regular beer. I walk in and I see stuff that's usually hard to find. So I walked in there a few months ago and I saw myself some Goose Island Bourbon County uh, aged from 2016. They're barley wine and, mm. and the original flavor. And uh, I made sure I picked up a bottle of each, 15 bucks a, a pop. You're aging it like fine wine here. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, as we talked about, you know, man, like side B, when you're down, when you're down on side B, sometimes <laughs> you just need a good stiff one. You get that 15% beer. So uh, Thanksgiving, 
<laughs> Thanksgiving was the barley wine, and Christmas or New Year's is probably going to be the original blend. So got uh, to have a good holiday, a uh, good holiday beer every now and again. Yeah, and I have a good friend Greg who was Snapchatting out, bragging about uh, all the different 2018 flavors that got released uh, this past weekend. And Licorice and Twizzlers were my favorite ones. Exactly. Twi- and uh, yeah, he <laughs> so he he's got his hands on the 2018 uh, variations and varieties of Bourbon County, and I need to pay him a visit, and he needs to share is basically what I'm getting at. Uh, <laughs> the the way I try my my upper echelon beers is just by like friendship, pretty much. Like I don't I don't try to like get tickets to Dark Lord Day in like the five seconds before it sells out, but I have a friend who does, and then like at his wedding he cracked that shit open, and like all the dudes in the party got some dark lord that's, you know, a, that, that's how i do it it's liquid gold it is liquid gold it's kind of like that Velveeta mac and cheese commercial <laughs> liquid gold <laughs> all right so uh we're rolling we're rolling again here we talked so much that we filled up my memory card i had to delete some old stuff but uh we just put in for round three for me and round two for you uh as we as we spoke about uh the three orange wood is the strongest thing here can you get the mortal Kombat sound effects in there when you say round three fights in the last episode i used nba jam uh sound effects so don't 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 tell them i i i'll go i'll I'll make sure i don't uh, say anything about it tonight on social media i don't (laughs) i don't know i don't know who who i'd be in trouble with that because midway went under so i don't know who owns it now ea did a remake and yeah, it's actually Marv Albert. Marv he Albert owned, owns the whole franchise. He owns everything that he ever yes! said. <laughs> my, my, my favorite thing was when he would say, Jordan, stroking it from three. And I was like, bro, you know what that sounds like? Come on. I can't be the only one hearing him talking about yeah, stroking it. obviously it. sounds like he's talking about golf. The wrong sport. Right, exactly. We don't stroke it from three. We shoot it from three. <laughs> So uh, our waitress, we still didn't get her name, but when she comes back, we're going to get her name. She's bringing us our next two beers. And third she's twin sister. Third twin sister. That's the and, name of her band. And she's in, uh, did she say it was a metal band? Punk rock. Punk rock. Okay. I like it. Is she the singer? Haven't dis- I haven't found out that, that part of it yet. Okay. We're about to find out. We're about to find out. Okay. Third twin sister. Third twin sister is the band, right? Yeah. Okay. Hold on. We got to get you on this what, microphone here. What's your here. name, by the way? Chelsea. 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 Chelsea's joining us on the podcast now. She's been uh, hooking us up with our beers today. So so what's the story with your band? Give us a quick synopsis. Um, well, the quickest story is basically I went to go see The Replacements in 2013 and decided to, I needed to sit down and learn how to play guitar. And so... That sounds awesome. I learned and at 24, I started this band while I was really, really drunk in Florida. And the best way things started. The drummer was, uh, I went up to him, I knew him from Chicago, and I was like, hey, I really want to start a new band. Would you like to drum? And he was, unbeknownst to me, high on acid and said yes. Yeah, uh, that's, I like it. that's it. Hey, you know what? No shame in how you get your band members. Once they're No, that's a great story. Just have them sign it in blood. It doesn't matter if they're on something. And in fact, Mark here could sell you something. He makes guitars now. He yes. could sell you a guitar if you need a guitar. Well, he makes guitars. It might take him like four years I'm, to complete sh- it, but he will sell it to you. <laughs> and how long have you been here at, uh, at the brewery and at the, uh, the music venue? I've been here for three years this month, actually. Word. It's an awesome spot. Fantastic. This is an awesome spot. I love that there's no TVs in here. 
I, I love that, yes. We do have the projector down tonight because it's kind of a snowy night in the front room. Oh, we have the projector down for, it was for football, but it's but turned the, into that, the office. So Is that the only screen that you the have? Only screen. But that's still a shared experience. Up. That's still a shared experience. When you've got eight TV screens in, in any place and everyone's doing their own thing, and plus phones, it's like... Honestly, honestly, know. I'm just happy because like better the, that way at least. The first thing that she said, like when she saw us bust out these microphones, was like, "Oh, do you want me to turn on the music in here?" Like she's just Very all accommodating. about accommodating yeah. the podcast, which yeah. uh, which is nice. I, I appreciate that, and everybody should go go see the band again. Give them the name one more time. Their twin sister will be playing Ian's party uh, at either Chop Shop or Subterranean uh, the week after uh, New Year's Eve. Awesome. Fantastic. Perfect. That's perfect because this podcast will be out before then. So maybe some people Excellent. will go check it out. I like that. Cool. Cheers. Awesome. Cheers. Fan freaking tastic. That was that awesome. That was fully worthy clanking. That was. Let's clank right next to the yeah. microphone. That's good. <laughs> I spilled on their menu trying to clank too hard. I'm sorry. But um, that was that was awesome. And um, you whipped she out She came f- back talkative. Yeah, she How did. I, I asked her to come back talkative. She came back talkative. I like it. Um, you pulled up on your phone and you found... You asked her if that was the right band right away. Did, did you it. find social media? What yeah, was she's it? Yeah, on, she's on... Uh, they're on Facebook. Facebook? Uh, let me find the address for you here. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, it looks like uh, it's third, third Twin Sister spelled out T-H-I-R-D twin sister on facebook excellent and then i'm from there if they have like twitter and insta i'm sure their facebook links to it as any responsible band with social would do right yes indeed there's a set of responsibilities involved in wanting to be in a a band and they involve everything except playing shows yes yes when she comes back i'm going to ask her if she could slide me an mp3 let's let's play an mp3 of her too heck yes speaking of playing mp3s can i have a a song from one of your sides to play right now yeah what what do you think you'd like to play uh i love the whole thing what do you want to give me um, let's not, let's not do. Can we do like a not on iTunes yet one, like something that won't be interesting idea. Something that Pooch. won't be out in December yet. You can only hear here. What do you think? Side nice. A or side B? Let's take a vote. I don't. I don't know. Are we trying to do upbeat drinking on this podcast or sad downtrodden drinking? You you decide. Let's do. Uh, up let's from up down. Up from down. Do you guys play that one anymore? We should. Yeah. Can we do it? Can we do it just like based off of like titles? Like people listening out there won't know what any of this means yet, except for the couple that are out. So we've got "Be Here Now." We've got "Give It Up." We've got "Life Is Good." We've got "True Love Is Waiting." We've got "The Road." The road is fucking tough. Tenacious D taught me that. <laughs> Wait a minute. What, what's that? You don't know the song? It's like the road is fucking tough. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't play it because I'll get sued. But uh, "Tenacious D," the road. You should listen to that. So be here now, and when the devil comes around, those are on iTunes. We don't we don't want those. We want to feel special here on the podcast. Uh, we got head shrink. We got signed everyone. Which uh, there's some yelling and would, some overlapping of all the other songs on the I, album, which I is wanna fucking pe- genius. I, I want to show people that it's just ripping off Local H. That's all it was. I, <laughs> yeah, that one That's that true. one will max out your memory card. That's an eight minute one right there. Seven yeah. and a half, almost eight. And then, um, uh, and then we got we got the title track. We are two parts of the same thing, which you played as an encore at the benefit show. Well. I think that might be a good option, maybe right? Yeah. Maybe that song, uh, or let's uh, let's discuss that one off off air. And I think maybe the side A is going to be easier. I don't want to overcommit on side B because we want to. We want to re- surprise. We really want to wait on that one. All right, um, so so here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we're gonna do because we're recording this at a time and a place, and 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 it won't be the same time and place when I'm recording the rest yes, of the show in yes. the studio. So we're gonna do some fucking time travel right now. Let's, let's <laughs> 
Let's let's lock hands. Lock hands yeah. with me. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna throw it back. <laughs> we're gonna throw it back to myself. And I presume Danielle will be my co-host for this episode. So Danielle, I hope you're back in the studio with the faders up. And we're gonna. <laughs> Me and, we're me and, literally holding hands. We are literally the holding right hands. Now. Why is nobody taking video on their cell phone now? <laughs> we're holding hands. We're traveling through time. We're, we're totally trying. You ever right. seen Arrival? I have seen Arrival. Yeah, we're we're just we're just listening to our future selves right now. That's all we're doing. Yeah. So we're gonna throw it back to the studio, <laughs> and uh, when we get back to the studio, I and uh, myself and Danielle will let the audience know what we decided <laughs> off air about what song we can have to play, and we will debut it on the After Week Drinks podcast right after this. We made a great decision. Nick, thanks for being on the show, man. Thanks, Pooch. Appreciate it. <laughs> My Instagram is weak as fuck. Instagram is weak as fuck. Cheese. Want to see what the guys are drinking, where they're drinking it, and who they're drinking it with? Visit them at Instagram.com slash podcast. That's right. Let us know what you're drinking and tell us which breweries, wineries, and distilleries you think we should visit next. Follow us today at AWD Podcast. All right, we're back. Uh, unfortunately, it is just me here in the studio, uh, in my home studio. So uh, we predicted slightly wrong uh, during our interview, Nick. It is not Danielle back in the studio on the ones and twos with the faders. It's, it's just me uh, because... Uh, Danielle has uh, some crazy busy holiday stuff going on, as we all do, and she also probably is smart for not wanting to be within a five-mile radius of my germs. Hopefully, we'll be back in our normal studio uh, in the new year to record our next episode in January. But uh, what we did decide, uh, as you heard, we were we were just running through the whole new album. What what should we play? What what could we maybe do as an exclusive here on the podcast? And we decided that we're going to get two songs for you today. Um, Nick informed me just recently that uh, after all that talk of side A and side B, they're actually going to also in time release a side C. Um, C, which may have a double meaning because it may also mean C for covers. Side C will be all cover songs. Uh, and he's going to let us play a rough version uh, that is not yet mastered of their cover of Harry Styles' Sign of the Times. Uh, but he also wanted us to have something from the main album. And uh, for that, you know, with Side A, the whole thing, all five songs in Side A are awesome. But I, I wanted to go with the very best one. I know uh, you heard us joke there in the interview that I didn't want to play one of the songs that were already out on iTunes. But then I thought about it. If you're if you're just tuning in and you haven't really uh, heard State and Madison before, you're not familiar, you probably want to hear this song that I, I picked because... Uh, in my humble opinion, I think that this song is not only my favorite, but the best that they have ever written and recorded. And as we said previously in the interview, I've been cranking this all holiday season. Uh, it's been very helpful for me in keeping my spirits up and, and helping me keep stress out uh, in the busy hustle and bustle. And I hope this song does the same thing for you. You are listening to the After Work Drinks Hazy Holiday Spectacular, and this is Staten Madison with B here now. You know the demons are in me Because I told you they were Tend to hate myself sometimes It's like a hundred-year war When does a dream become a nightmare? Keeps me up at night 
yourself hard burn with all the worry I find. Cause I don't wanna say, I don't wanna say nothing. I just wanna leave my, leave my mark on something. Don't put it on paper and don't say it out loud. Don't lose what it's worth when it leaves your mouth And don't lay it on honey And don't love me too hard I'm just a kiss on the cheek and a shot in the dark So take a minute and slow down And be here now Do what you love And know where you're from song goosebumps goosebumps every time uh play it on repeat for like whole half hour drives to and from work and things like that it's uh it's a banger as the kids say Uh, i love it and uh definitely some good meaning behind it as well if you're into lyrics and things such as that as i am uh and as i mentioned moments ago there is a side c to the upcoming album surprise it's all covers and we get an exclusive for you to play. Uh, this song is going to be going under the digital knife to get mastered on the 28th of December and should then be officially released to everyone to listen to uh, just in time for the new year. But 
we get about a week's jump on the rest of the world. Uh, so thank you, Nick, for that. Uh, he was kind enough to let us get a sneak peek before mastering takes place. And uh, again, that'll be completed soon. But uh, this is going to be State and Madison covering Harry Styles' Sign of the Times. And this is really cool. If you're not familiar with Harry Styles or you're not familiar with the song, maybe quick search on YouTube and listen to the original. And then you could compare it to this. Uh, I think the guys did a bang-up job. Here it is. It's State and Madison covering Sign of the Times. We'll be back to wrap things up on the After Work Drinks Hazy Holiday Spectacular right after this. Just stop your crying, it's the sign of the times. Welcome to the final show. Hope you're wearing your best clothes. You can't bribe the door on your way to the sky. You look pretty good down here, but you ain't really good. Thank you. 
Want to get in touch with the show? Email us at awdpodcast at gmail.com. All right, we are back to wrap things up here on the show. Uh, I do have to say, though, uh, one thing that I wanted to mention um, with all sincerity and, and a very serious tone, uh, after the interview that you heard earlier where I sat down with Nick, uh, about a day or two later, uh, there was an article in the Daily Herald uh, that was released where uh, the album release was covered and uh Nick had mentioned in the article about how uh, the ups and downs of, you know, side A uh, versus side B and that subject matter and talking about stress and and depression and things like that. Uh, And he actually mentioned in this article that there is a history of bipolar 2 disorder that runs in his family. And uh, he had a uh, a little episode uh, in in midst, in the midst of writing uh, for this album, and he finally got uh, an official diagnosis for himself, and that is something that you know, um, it's not like get well soon. You know, you don't just get rid of it and shake it forever. It's kind of it's kind of always there, and uh, you just learn uh, whether it's speaking with a therapist or you know or meds or whatever the case may be. Uh, it, you know, it varies depending on uh, who you are and what you have going on, but. Um, you know, you, you cope with that for, for your you know entirety of your life usually. And the one thing that uh, I think is, is really cool is that Nick mentions in the article that the writing of these songs uh, was very cathartic for him. And if he didn't have that as like an outlet to express his feelings of what he was going through, uh, that he doesn't really know, you know, what would have happened with, uh, with him. And uh, I think the positive of that, not just that his own music helped him, Um, but that, you know, people come up to him at shows, um, you know, myself, I can relate to these songs a lot. I think we all go through those periods, uh, whether we have anything that's diagnosable or just, you know, case of the blues, we all get that no matter who you are, um, in some way, big or small, I think we all can relate to these songs. So, um, the fact that Nick was brave enough to come out and discuss this openly, um, have an article written about it in a a newspaper and website, uh, the Daily Herald. And, um, you know, basically um, just put himself completely out there vulnerable. Um, I think that's awesome. I think uh, it's a super brave thing. So, you know, speaking directly to him right now, because I know he listens to this podcast and I know he'll hear this. um, Just props to you, Nick. Uh, A very awesome thing for you. Uh, Very selfless thing, because it's not just helping yourself to talk about it. like I'm saying, it's helping your fans and anyone else who would come across these songs. I think this album will help a lot of people um, just cope and not feel alone and know that there's other people going through these emotions, going through these feelings. Uh, and I know I think I could speak for you know myself and all of your close friends uh, when we say that we all love you very much. Uh, we're all very proud of you, uh, both as a person and an artist. And uh, man, just keep doing what you're doing because you're a fantastically talented individual. And I love that you took this thing that is going on with you that, you know, could have been dark and a a total bummer. And you kind of spun it into what is now a positive, uh, both for yourself and anyone that's going to listen to this album. I'm so, so excited. Uh, The album is called We Are Two Parts of the Same Thing. Side A is out now. 
Side B will be coming out in spring. There will be a tour in spring. Uh, they'll definitely be through the Chicagoland area here. Uh, they'll be in Nick's new home in Nashville and several other tour dates. And of course, here on the podcast, you know, when we have that information for anyone that's interested in checking out a show on this tour. Uh, and also when new songs drop as they release singles and then eventually the full album is out there on iTunes, Spotify, etc., etc., etc. You know, we'll make sure that you guys know that if you're interested in getting yourself some of that. And of course, you can also check for more information yourselves by going to stateandmadison.net. You can check out their Facebook and IG accounts as well. And I think that just about does it for this episode of the podcast. Uh, We're hoping to have a very, very big 2019. Uh, Things that you can look forward to is new guests, new segments. Uh, We're going to probably have our first couple of -of out-of-state breweries. So like I said, you know, the intention is... Uh, we are a Chicagoland based podcast, but we didn't want to make it exclusively about, uh, you know, where we're at, you know, we wanted to branch out, definitely do some Midwestern road trips, go talk to some other breweries there, uh, do some phone interviews. And I think we're actually going to be hitting the coast in, uh, the early months of 2019. We're going to do some phone interviews there, uh, with some warm weather breweries out in Cali. And I think we'll have our first winery featured guest. Uh, all that's being worked on now and be coming together. But um, if you're enjoying the show now, we're just always looking for ways to make it bigger and better. And, you know, call it our New Year's resolution. Uh, my resolution is to just get even more ambitious with this podcast and to branch out further. So hopefully uh, you'll like what we have in store for you in the new year. And we thank you for tuning into these first five episodes that we've released. And we hope that you stick with us through all of 2019 and watch as we grow and develop. Uh, there's also going to be a really, really cool thing that is going to be a cross between breweries and March Madness, uh, a little competition if you will. And that is probably enough of a wink and a nod and a hint hint as to what we're, we're looking at. Um, I will make an official announcement on that coming soon, possibly as soon as the next episode of the podcast. Um, Just lots and lots of things to be excited about. But yeah, uh, plenty more new guests, plenty more new interviews, um, maybe some new features, some things we weren't doing this year, some new segments that we maybe uh, will debut next year, just all kinds of stuff that's on the table. And uh, we're going to sort that all out, see what works, see what doesn't, throw it at the wall, see what sticks. But uh, we're always open to finding new and better ways to entertain you. And I I hope that's exactly what we've been doing in 2018 and we'll continue to do in 2019. And as I clear my throat here, the voice is definitely starting to to give out. Let's uh, let me get a swig of water here. But yeah, I just want to thank everybody for their support. And uh, depending on when you listen to this episode of the podcast, uh, I want to wish you all a, a very Merry Christmas or Chris Mahana Kwanzaa and Boxing Day, uh, and a very happy new year. And if by the time you listen to this, those things have already passed, then I hope you had, past tense, hope you had a wonderful Chris Mahana Kwanzaa Boxing Day and New Year. And uh, nothing, nothing but prosperity wished for all of our listeners in the new year 2019. Hopefully your holiday season featured some very delicious beverages, and I hope that January 2019 kickstarts Uh, your exploration into some new beverages as well, perhaps some that you 
first learned about and explored uh, because of one of our reviews here on the podcast, that would be great. But either way, we'll see you in the new year on the flip side of that calendar page. And we thank you very much for tuning in to the After Work Drinks Hazy Holiday Spectacular. And that's going to do it for this episode of AWD. Be sure to follow us on social media for bonus content and all the latest show news and announcements. This has been the After Work Drinks Podcast. Until next time, cheers. Hey man, I need a strong drink. But first, I need to sneak out of work real fast. Kick the shit off like a wedding crash. Hit my computer off, I slide past my boss. I will be tossed. If I'm caught again, well, fuck it. I'm on the cell phone calling all my friends. People say I got hex games for brains. Cause the way I live my life, I must be insane. But life's an adventure, I just ride it out. Live in the moment, might die tomorrow. Relax, I don't write this song to make it back. I wrote the song cause works out, man, it's time to drink. You